0: hey there film buds welcome back to the film buds podcast i'm your host paul
1: and i'm lauren
0: and we are joined by the one the only the friend of the show nick delgadillo <laughs> <laughs> hit it better than Owen wilson uh <laughs>
1: that's right that's right
0: not, not possible not possible
1: <laughs> <laughs> the man the myth the legend don't
2: undersell yourself uh, <laughs> Look, so, he's he has he's said it a lot more times than I have. He's got it down that.
0: That's mm-hmm. true, that's true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh but Nick is uh here to join us on our special Halloween episode, and you know, last year we did a, a whole big slasher extravaganza, which you joined us for as well. Oh, um yeah. and we we enjoyed it so much that we said, let's bring it on back. That's right. And so, buckle up, you're in store for the return of the slasher extravaganza. Uh, Listener, beware, you're in for a scare. That's, that's right. I
1: love it. <laughs>
0: uh, no, we had, a, we had a whole blast last time. You know, we did, we did all the big ones. Halloween, uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Candy Scream, Man. Candyman um we covered them all and then we decided let's go and do some of the other ones this time around and so uh for today's episode where we're doing a little bit of a different thing uh we're going with the texas chainsaw one of the other granddaddies one of the other mac daddies alongside halloween um but definitely a different animal uh as far as franchises go and then we're also doing child's play you know, we're getting into sort of the B-tier of of uh, the the known slasher icons. Because people know Chucky, but, like, I'm not sure how many people have really seen a Chucky movie, you know, start to finish. Um, it's One of
2: those, um, this was, I watched Hellraiser for the first time a couple weeks ago to get ready for the new one. And th- that's the same thing for me. It's like, of course I know what Hellraiser is, and I've seen Pinhead, just like everyone knows who Chucky is, you know. But yeah. you may not have ever seen any of the movies i've seen either. the
0: box <laughs> right <laughs> i've, yeah, I've seen the
2: stuff <laughs> I've Seen clips i've seen toys i've seen costumes
0: yeah you know i've seen the references i saw cabin in the woods uh and so there's a hellraiser reference in that one
2: oh, the... that's true yeah exactly
0: uh exactly. and so Uh, Yeah, you know, uh, Child's Play was definitely one of those for me. So we're doing Texas Chainsaw, we're doing Child's Play, uh, and then we decided that we would also do, as a a little additional thing, sort of a sci-fi slasher triad of uh, Alien, Predator, and Terminator, the first of each of those franchises, respectively, uh, which definitely tread into uh, the, the sort of line of slashers. Um, before we get into all the film goodies, Nick, how are you doing? What have you been up to? I'm great. I, um,
2: came back from a, I, I just got back from a children's like trunk or treat. Oh, okay. So that was fun. Let me tell you kids today, like their costumes, uh, they just kick the shit out of our costumes. Really? Early two thousands, nineties. These, these kids have cool costumes now, man. I don't know what to say.
0: I don't know. I remember having some cool costumes
2: as a kid. I mean, we did, we did for sure, but, like, I don't know. Now they have, like, the nice, the cool, like, blow-up stuff. I don't know how it else That's true. Right. That's true. There's, like, tons of dinosaurs and a couple of dragons, but, like, it's like, a full, big old costume. <clears throat> where, like, you know, the kind where, like, the kid looks out, like, the chest
0: oh yeah 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 mm. well and you just yeah, have you know
2: some it's, it's not important what's more important is that they were like five naruto costumes which rocks <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: were were they all naruto or were they just characters from the franchise
2: no th- there were uh there was one naruto and he was great um there was two just like they just had like akatsuki robes they were okay. I, they might have been a specific character, but I couldn't tell. Uh, one kid was Toby, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which I was hyped for. That's my boy. <laughs> um, he, 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 had, he had the mask, whole deal. Um, but the best one, this dude, uh, this kid was Hidan. Um, so he had like the full on like skull, like face paint and everything along with the, okay. the Katsuki robes.
0: Uh, he looked great, it was cool good for them good for them it sounds like some of them might have been there for like together you know naruto sounds like he might have just like not gotten the memo
2: N- naruto was there N- naruto was there teamed up with like a kid who was like a generic like kind of like ninja costume okay and okay and a kid who a kid who was like a like a deal like a grim reaper kind of deal like it was like a hood it was like a ripped up like a cloak with the hood and everything, okay. and it was it was one of the face things where, like, it's completely black, you can't see the kid's face. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, this is a powerful trio. Right
1: <laughs> <laughs> People better watch Chaos. out. You,
0: see don't want to mess with, you don't want to mess with them. Uh, this actually reminds me of one Halloween. Um, long ago, I went as uh, Yoda for Halloween. Good. This was, like, right after <laughs> Attack of the Clones, I think and Word. i decided that i want to go as as yoda and so i got a mask my mom actually made me like the the costume um she made me like a robe we had like a stick and everything you and um oh no it was a full mask like it was an entire it oh was an the entire ears mask. were a part of the mask yeah, yeah 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 nice uh and so i went with a friend of mine uh and he decided he was a real nerd, and he decided to go as Radagast the Brown. And this is before the Hobbit movies, you know, <laughs> were out. And so Radagast the Brown. Oh, was Lord of the Rings! Like, yeah, fucking not. deep mm-hmm. cuts, you know.
2: You probably don't know. You
0: probably never. Know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and so. He and I went out trick or treating, so he's there as Radagast the Brown, but he didn't like put on a beard or like do anything else. He was just there in this outfit, you know, was like a like a twelve year old or whatever the hell at the time. Uh, and then I'm there as Yoda, and so every house we went to, every single house, oh, Yoda and Obi Wan, yeah, they thought he was like, right. was gonna, they thought he uh-huh. they thought he was another Jedi. Uh huh. Right. Every That's right. single time. And every Poor single kid. time he had to go, no, I'm Radagast the Brown.
1: <laughs> you ruined that that whole Halloween. He worked so hard, and everybody knew who Yoda was, so mm-hmm. that was Poor all. Poor kid.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that uh...
3: was all they needed. <laughs>
2: Those
0: are sad. Everybody's got like a sad Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> really? Shot that kid right in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> worked hard. Sucks.
2: I was watching <laughs> I was watching Daniel Tiger, Daniel Tiger's uh-huh. neighborhood with with my child's this morning. And it was a Halloween episode. And this uh poor oh the owl, he's dressed as a, a traffic light, but he falls and like it breaks his costume. Mm. Um oh, no. he's like he's like, I'm nothing now. He's like, I don't want to be <laughs> anything else. He's like eh. They go to like another house and they give them like candy. Actually, they don't give them candy. They give them stickers. Lame. The mm-hmm. Daniel Tiger's neighborhood is lame on. It's not Halloween. It's dress up day in the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. But I'd be like, at least give me candy. Exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's really not important. The point is that I understand because I watched Daniel Tigers, and my son
0: understands because he watched it. That's Tiger right. Today sometimes halloween doesn't go how, you, how he, you planned he dressed up as a cat
2: by the way because he's just insane about cats
0: oh okay. so Yeah, had Good
2: a, he had the ears you know he had a uh, face paint was, was he like a calico
0: feet. you know was he a, 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 a black cat
2: he's a, a
0: white cat
2: i don't know look i'm terrible with cat breeds i got no clue he is i'll take cat. white he has he a, is cat a cat from a He's a cat from Gabby's Dollhouse TV okay. show. That's about... That has a lot of cats in it. Like it's, it's not about cats. It okay. is kind of about cats. <laughs> All right. Doesn't matter. He would be a car if he could. I understand. Like, like the number one choice... He's still pumped about being a cat because he loves kitties. but... Uh, his number one choice would have been something cars-related, but you can't, like, do anything with that. Like no, like Lightning you would hang a
0: box on him,
2: like the Lightning McQueen costumes and stuff. Sometimes it's just mm-hmm. like a like a race, a race car, like driver outfit with like Lightning McQueen colors and stuff. I'm like, it's just lame. It just
0: doesn't work. No, I get that. <laughs> the kid's not gonna feel like the car.
1: Make a transformer. It's not, it's not car. gonna be right.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna be right. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that um let's talk.
2: let's talk about texas chainsaw yeah now after <laughs> after, after, after getting that delayed note,
0: for uh on that well before we jumped into it i wanted to uh talk to you a little bit uh what for you you know because we're going to talk about a few different types of of slasher mode right texas chainsaw child's play and the sort of sci-fi slashers that we're going to talk about are all definitively definitely within the genre, but are 100%, you know, different modalities of it. So I kind of wanted to, before we got into the discussion, ask you directly, what do you consider uh, the general genre conventions that, you know, not 100% of them have to be there, but generally make up what you consider a slasher that allow for us to go on such a spectrum? For me, like a slasher,
2: uh, is pretty much a movie, that doesn't Where it's either like a, a single person or entity, or like it could be maybe it's a, a duo or whatever. And like the structure of the movie is basically like cast of characters gets taken out, like one by one, by said entity, or whatever it may be. Um, I don't know. That's pretty much it for me. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> it has to, and like has, has to be like scary. It can be like scary, like and comedic, but it has to have that like horror element to it. Like I really went back and forth this year with bodies, 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 which is like considered horror by a lot of people. And I don't know if I'd consider it horror. It's like much more of a thriller to me. Like i don't know if it's scary like it's scary in the way that a thriller is scary to me not in the way that a horror movie is scary if that makes sense
0: sure i guess um so this was something that lauren and i were talking about for me um like a, a thriller um using psycho as an example right the thrill of that movie is watching the discovery happen of who precisely is the killer uh but also i think it ultimately answers a question that we know deep in our hearts to be true from the moment that we meet norman which is that it's him you know Mm. and that's some of the thrill we know that people have been getting killed off and it doesn't quite for me hit that it's i think the prototype that people are using for the mold of a slasher but ultimately it's all about the psychosis it's about this mystery around where's the sister where's the money who has it um whereas you know a slasher is all about the fear of of victimhood at the end of the day right it's about being in the group of people getting picked off one by one and being aware Mm -hmm. that you're probably not going to get an answer to why it's happening the goal is to really like survive and and like you're saying like that's the story to you
2: yeah that's i think one of the the, fundamental differences between a thriller and a slasher yeah, like there's no other like thing going on that like the story veers into like in a slasher.
0: Oh no, I think slashers or... can veer into a lot of things, but I think that that's one of the pivotal differences is that you're you're focusing on more of an investigative sort of element as opposed okay. to and this thrill of the mystery, right? As opposed to just surviving. Yeah, I yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's sort of my breakdown on it. Mm. Yes. Uh, Laura, <laughs> yeah,
1: any yeah. Yes um... indeed. <laughs> yes, yes. Um I guess, you know. I I, I agree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Quite <laughs> fantastic. Uh here, I guess here. we'll go ahead and uh and jump on into it. I guess we'll start with Texas Chainsaw. So Nick, you uh, have watched all of these. So why don't you go ahead and start us off? What's your your background with Texas Chainsaw as well as like a franchise? Yeah,
2: Texas Chainsaw, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original nineteen seventy four, was like a really pivotal movie and just like thing for me (laughs) in a weird way. I I feel like there is no. There's no way I haven't like talked about it like on the show even. I'm sure before. it's come up. Um, but it was one of the first like really, really like hard-hitting horror movies that I had seen. The setting was just right for me, having seen it. I was up. Um, mm-hmm. my mom's side of the family, they all like together rented a, a uh, like a bit, like a large cabin, like out like on a on mountain in virginia somewhere um for thanksgiving and me and my older cousin uh hung out in the basement i was like 12 12, 13 at the time probably i don't know um and it was like the middle of the night there like this is like the middle of nowhere this like place looked like the shining like for real um minus the snow it wasn't it was cold but there's no snow but um And I like listened to like really like scary like metal music for the first time, (laughs) and uh, so I played watching like scary stuff and like it was like random stuff that was on. But when Texas Chainsaw came, it was like on TV. Um, When Texas Chainsaw came on, it was like I had I had to watch this. You know, like it was very attention grabbing. Um, uh, I don't. It's hard. It's hard to remember, but. (laughs) like specifically but like it's like the standard for me like the movie that like really just scared the absolute like living crap out of me at an age where i was old enough to like understand why it really scared me you know not like a like a child but even though i was a child but you know but not to me it's not like a childhood scare like that movie still has a lot of power to me um
0: scary ass movie. Good stuff. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts then from that first one on the on the franchise at large after that?
2: Ah. Uh, that's, that's weird. It's a really weird franchise because I mean, like a lot of everything that gets a franchise, like the it seems like it's not a a movie that can be a franchise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um i uh, i prefer the way that toe hooper does it with the first sequel um and the only sequel that he did which is like he just goes crazier with it but like instead of trying to up like the like the disturbing you know like the like psychological kind of aspect of the first movie um he just ramps up like i i get like that's not really silliness for lack of a better term. It does get like very silly, but like by the end, it's just like so insane that like you feel like you're about to go like crazy yourself. You're like, what is happening? Like at this point, like what what has gone on? Like, what, have, what am I looking at? What's going on? Um, so I prefer when it just like gets really wild and swings for it it's it's when another franchise just gets disappointed that it it stops being interesting for the most part and just everybody it just turns into slasher mode Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. every movie just follows the same here comes some teens oh no there's leatherface he's gonna get him he got him one person one person survived okie dokie till next time
1: Until next we'll time, do,
2: indeed. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> do this. We'll do this again in a few years. Um, and like, there's varying degrees of like success as far as like that being entertaining goes for the sequels. Um, I'd be like, again, I'm like, I wish they'd do something different. I don't know what that. I
0: don't know what you do. Stop. <laughs> That's right. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, but, make
1: something new. <clears throat> uh,
0: but I, I think.
2: It eh, eh. like a lot of them. I mean, I feel the same way about Halloween for the most part. Um, I guess I guess most horror franchises specifically is like you just watch that first one, and that's really all. Like truly, is all you need. There's a lot of defense for for sequels, like for sure. But like, it's it's really like that. For there's just no comparison. That there's nothing there's nothing after the original that like holds up to what that first one does.
0: <laughs> no, I think that that's absolutely fair. So for a little bit of a, uh, of a framework of the films that we are talking about, which by the way, let's talk about the titles once I'm done naming them. Oh. <laughs> the films that we are, are referencing, the films that comprise the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise are The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Next Generation, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Beginning. Uh, Texas Chainsaw three. D Leatherface and most recently, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, and, just in case and, you didn't and, get it,
2: <laughs> and for for the visual purposes, the first, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the Texas Chain Space Saw. That's right. Massacre That's right. As as opposed to everything else puts chain and saw together as one word uh, from then yeah. on oh, it's only okay. the original has this
0: <laughs> separate as two words yeah that's right that's right it, it's it's the big differential uh so it's with t- that-
2: because like it they like can't call it anything else the only thing that's called different is Leatherface, which is the and which is the characters
0: name, yeah guess. and you know <laughs> you, you end up getting <laughs> two of those <laughs> you know, uh, one of them has a subtitle, but you still end up getting two Leatherface movies. You know, it's 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 baffling. Um, What's
2: the other Leatherface movie?
0: So there's there's Leatherface, the first one, and then there is Leatherface, the the like prequel.
2: Oh oh, Le- Leatherface the Texas, the Leatherface the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, and then yeah. Leatherface is just Leatherface. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you already went over it, even, and I can't keep it. Street. Chaos!
0: It's absolute! It's nightmare stuff! Like that's my horror. You know, my real nightmare is trying to keep track of the titles of these. Okay, films. well
2: let me let me ask you this: Did you like binge this this series? Did you binge all nine of these movies like in quick succession?
1: We watched them like within days. Of or each did you? Other. Or
2: did you? Yeah, me too. Like, and that it's exhausting. Yeah
0: so it's 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 really bad like psychological damage (laughs) uh do you want to take it away or do you want me to go
1: i mean i guess it doesn't matter to me i need the i need the list though
0: (laughs) okay
2: Okay. um i'll uh, i I talked about let's go from like chronological like order release sure okay so uh, so i talked about the original what are what are your thoughts on the original
4: Okay,
1: um, so the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. So for a really long time, um, I had seen a one of these chainsaw massacre movies and had no idea it was it was I I ended up watching the remake and I didn't know that it was the remake. I just assumed that you know I a was thousand. young. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is the movie because it's exactly this the same <laughs> title. Because it's because it's called <laughs> the Texas
2: Chainsaw Massacre.
1: And I was like, you people talk about this movie and that's it.
2: You, you didn't, you didn't know about the space.
0: <laughs> no, not,
1: I wasn't aware. I, I was a, I was a noob. I didn't know. Um, but like the first time I watched this movie, after having seen that movie being my only Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, I get where, where all of these things that it's pulled from. And obviously like the, the new one is much more like graphic. I feel like I like the, I like the subtleties of the the 74 version of the of the film a lot um and of the storyline i think that it's 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 truly centered around you know this this economic these these economic issues for these people and you know them having to to do basically whatever it takes to to survive um and then becoming this weird like family unit because also you know they're so secluded and all of these things you know all this stuff leads to the fact that they they become the people that they are and it is truly terrifying honestly um those kids are so stupid (laughs) they're 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 so dumb they just go wandering around into people's houses and stuff like no wonder they get murdered you know
2: the like Um, (laughs) what what you were saying about like the economic stuff like the actual like themes and stuff of this movie like Everybody misses because it's planted, like you said, like very subtly throughout. It's like on the radio or whatever. Like you have to listen Mm -hmm. to like the background noise almost to like gather. It's just, it's, it's just so well done. And it's that like documentary esque style that also makes Mm -hmm. it so unsettling. Like for, also for like me watching it, I like, I was like, this feels so real. It's Mm -hmm. such a raw, feeling movie it's that part thing that can't be captured again which is like why there's just you can't compare it to the other ones because you can't get that feeling again like that grainy Mm -hmm. nastiness of it
1: (laughs) no yeah because honestly like after this first one it really just becomes you know about the the gimmick you know, it's 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 about the fact that it's you know this this guy who has a chainsaw and wears people's faces and has a crazy family and like that's that's kind of like where they start to to lean into, but you know for a little brief moment it's this this nice pure thing that is you know um, you know very fascinating. It's a, the whole monologue that the that the the um, the the brother. I guess I assume, um, is, 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 is saying in the, in the car when they pick them up at the beginning, you know, talking about the, the factory getting shut down, yeah, you know, yeah. I know just the strange concept of, of living in the seventies and realizing that no people totally just like picked up weird people on the side of the road and like drove them down the street a little bit. And like, that was uh, totally no, no fine.
2: <laughs> I got I got you, man. Get in here
1: no yeah you don't look sketchy at all come on down
2: no they, they like they, they let him talk like like an insane person for a good long while it's only until he cuts himself they're like enough no yeah.
1: literally when he <laughs> takes the knife they're like whoa 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 <laughs> you've stepped too far
2: <laughs> we, we don't mind if you ramble on and that's scary and all that but
1: <laughs>
2: can't
1: <be doing> that. <laughs> definitely not that pi- pocket knife don't you do
0: it uh so the the texas chainsaw massacre for for me the first one um was and like the franchise at large was again one of those like i had grown up hearing about um but since i wasn't really like a horror person um i ended up not really watching this first one until i watched it for uh, a class in in college um and i had never seen it we were going to have to watch it independently he was trying to figure out how to like post it online and i just said screw it and i just went and bought it um
3: that and
0: right. um, i sat down popped it in <sighs> and you know you, you never really know what to expect watching like the original of something that you've heard so much about Um, and it was unsettling, you know, on every level. Um, and it is, you know, that the, the seventies filmmaking style, you know, when you look at things like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, you look at things like MASH, you know, that late sixties, early seventies sort of thing, um, where, uh, they're including Zooms, you know they're including background noise they're including this sort of cross chatter that helps ground it into that reality and give it like you were talking about that documentary feel um it does really help and like the 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 faux narration you know that it that it opens with it really sells it almost in this kind of um coen brothers way with like fargo you know this is a true story you know Um, and so it lends itself immediately to this idea of no matter how farcical or extreme whatever it is that you're about to see, you know, may get, you know, it's reality, you know, and it it primes you for that idea. It's it's a Um,
3: weird
2: way to like trick your mind, even though mm -hmm. like, even though you're aware it's not real. It's Mm -hmm. still just, yeah. (laughs) Um
0: and so like that immer- it's... immersiveness
2: mm-hmm.
0: well and especially back when this came out you know 74 that's the time where people were eventually starting to you know get a little bit more cautious about picking people up on the side of the road because at that point you know serial killers were becoming more commonplace you know in the american psyche in the american mediascape um And so it played on especially for again the context of the time a very very heightened fear you know this idea of picking someone up on the on the side of the road of stopping off at the wrong place you know and the isolation that still existed within that that modern landscape um and if you listen to one of the the commentaries the one that's on uh the the copy that i have Hooper talks about how a lot of the ideas for the context of the family, the context of the films, quote, bubbled up from the times, you know? Mm. Um, And so it has all of this very palpable, real, pulpy tension, you know, that's constantly strumming throughout the movie. Uh, And that abnormal score that uh, Hooper won't talk about how he made the sounds for you know it's shrouded in all of this mystery and you know this is also one of those movies everyone says you know you can't make such and such movie today you can't make the original texas chainsaw massacre today like people would file complaints (laughs) you know people would be sued you know like it's if you really watch it especially like on on a really big screen that's got really good quality you can see that like the actor that plays franklin has been sitting in that chair you know, for so long in grueling conditions that the chair is soiled, he's got like blisters and like a rash mm. on his yeah. arms. It's it's surreal, man. It's a <laughs> filthy, disgusting visceral experience of a movie at times. Um and just by the, other, the way Go ahead.
2: Yeah. The other thing about it is that it's almost kind of like a like a slow burn buildup. Yeah also like relatively like it does such a build up until it's really like once we get to the scene where she gets into like the room full of bones and like she like looks at the chicken that's in there and like this you know that damn chicken like that chicken already knows what she does what she's about to learn like the chicken like Mm -hmm. the chicken's like welcome to hell like welcome
3: (laughs)
0: I've been
2: here. This is, <laughs> this is where you lose your mind. Pull up a <laughs> and chair! Then and then you die. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, it's it's truly insane. I mean, in one of the commentaries, Hooper talks about how, like, uh, at the dinner table scene, uh, there there's, like, a set of chicken feet on the table. And, like, if I'm not mistaken, he says that, like, the chicken feet, when they started filming, were, like, still wet with embalming fluid. <sighs> like, I mean, like, it was just insane conditions for making a fucking movie well don't they like um, really cut her or, like, um, what?
1: what is it what is it they they, they they do something to her at the table
0: uh yeah something she like ends that. up getting yeah. cut and there is like a whole a debate about whether or not she did actually get cut and and some people claim that she did and some people from the set claim that she did and some claim that she didn't and hooper doesn't really know
1: interesting
0: um What he does know is that that was shot day for night and the whole house was essentially covered in a trash bag that trapped in all the smell as well and so it resulted in all of the actors getting like migraines and like puking their brains out of open windows um
1: oh my god so
0: it was that's what i'm talking about like this movie's like metal as fuck
2: i love it (laughs) (laughs) you can't this is truly something you can't make it it was this uh, was such a formative it was such a formative thing for me man listening to like yeah I metal for the first time and watching texas chainsaw massacre i was just like it explains a lot I was, yeah i was in it it does it does um, <laughs> we need to also mention how not even just a little bit but like by how much texas chainsaw massacre predates like the slasher genre
0: yeah because um, like
2: way before halloween and has Marilyn Burns gets not enough credit as like the actual like first final girl for like yeah
0: as far well, as slashers go. It is funny that you bring that up because before I get into talking about sort of the rest of the franchise at large as a, as a unit what is so fascinating also about this movie is that you know Sally is our final girl but our main character or our main focus character for so much of the movie is Franklin and it is fascinating how much time we spend with franklin how much you know we focus around him he's our isolated one you know he's our one that i think that we're supposed to be on a certain level sympathizing with regularly even though he he oftentimes is is just sort of awkward to the point that he self-isolates um we spend a lot of time with franklin Is the one to
2: sympathize with. He's the one that like gets left behind. Um Mm -hmm. and all that. You know, he's 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 the burden to the other people. That's the fun, like juxtaposition, right? That's part of the film, also, is how how that group of people who like or are civilized, good people, right? How they treat Franklin, who's uh part of their family as opposed to like the crazy cannibal family, but look how much respect and care they give to their disabled family member mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with mm-hmm. grandpa. Like <laughs> that's part of like the whole thing too. Like it's, yeah, there's a lot more going on in the movie than uh, unless you've really, you know, dove into it. <laughs> like a lot of people just don't realize.
0: No, absolutely. Um, So with the the franchise at large, I guess, um, I had never, again, really seen any of them. I had seen bits of some of them, um, but the first sequel, actually, of any Texas Chainsaw movie that I saw start to finish was the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was the first (laughs) true Texas Chainsaw sequel that I saw start to finish, um and so like without any sort of being exhausted on the fumes of this franchise at that point you right. know i certainly wasn't disappointed by that movie i understood why people were like oh leatherface is just sort of like a mute brute he is um but like i thought that, that movie was a ball and a half um and so then going I think back and i think it gets there it does it's a, it's a, it, it's work to get there, but it gets there.
1: It's, it's, it's so really funny t- when it starts up. <laughs> it,
0: it, 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 it can be worth it for
2: just the bus scene and the Sally scene is. Yeah. Is, is mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. makes it worth it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those um, two. If yeah, let's go ahead and skip ahead and talk about that. The most recent one, the 2022. Sure. What I love, the best part, besides there's just an insane bus scene that's just so worthy of just any horror movie, it's so, so good, it's so insane. But the best part of that movie is just how much it says, like, no, fuck, like, the legacy sequel trash, where we bring back, you know, like, an obvious dig, I guess Halloween would be, like, the obvious choice, but, like, literally any franchise, even not just horror, but any franchise has done it, where they bring back, like, the original hero, and spoiler alert, I'm sorry, everyone, and they just they they, they gear it up, like, this is what it's gonna be, where, like, the original Hero comes back to save the day, but they do not.
0: <laughs> they yeah. absolutely—it's spectacular. Absolutely it's one of the best punchlines. It's one of the best like setup punchlines of a joke in a horror yeah. movie ever.
1: Because we also get that like very like most of the movie is like her coming. She is I'm getting there way. eventually. <laughs>
4: My way. My and when way. she
1: finally gets there She has to monologue right. for a little bit And it's right. Right. perfect Right Uh, no um, I cannot
2: I mean, the, the, it, will, it will forever stay in my mind Not just her little, <laughs> Again, it, it's, it's, the, it's the cut to her face That's like, oh, 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 like. <laughs> But,
1: but she's so not down good. yet She's not done
2: no, no. See they got there. They did like have your cake and eat it too thing. Like she still gets to Yeah. To do mm-hmm. something to do something, but she does eat it.
1: Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> yes. And it, it's it's too good. Honestly, I think that the a lot of the I go to this new movie for the gore mostly because like, you know, the the premise is, is fine. Um it's 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 the same kind of like political thing, you know, it's a bunch of kids coming to, to gentrify an area. You know, because they've got money and these people don't um, and and they get ended up, you know, into into Leatherface shenanigans. But it's really once he, once Leatherface starts starts a killing up a storm that it just starts to go into overdrive for me. That very first kill where he like breaks that dude's arm with one movement and just stabs him with it. I, I was done. I was ready for this roller coaster ride. I was in.
2: It's like, I'm, it's like an animal <laughs> game move. Yeah,
1: no, honestly. And I think that that's why it was so much fun. Whereas, like, they were just were like, what if we just didn't care?
2: Oh, the, uh, the 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 sunflower field scene is also good. There's a lot of good moments in the new one. I, I yeah. don't care mm-hmm. for, like, I don't care for the actual movie as a whole, I don't think, but it is really, really strong,
0: like, isolated. No. Ones.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> um,. So then going back and like, uh, you know, I've now seen the first and you hadn't really seen other than the remake, any of the other sequels.
1: Yeah, no, I, I didn't know that there were so many sequels. Honestly, I There's
0: was like, lot. this is it. There's a yeah. lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's <shit>. this <laughs> one
1: movie and we're done.
0: <laughs> and so like I, with.
2: I actually oh, no. did a whole ranking, uh, I think last year. Yeah. Of of, of the franchise. Um, and that hasn't changed. <laughs> I look back on it.
0: So. Uh, good, good, good. <laughs> um so like going back and and with like the the first one and the most recent one as a framework i was like all right let's let's really go down this journey and um i gotta tell you i actually really enjoy for the most part like if i'm looking at the whole franchise at large the first one to the fourth one i actually really enjoy pretty much all four of those movies to varying yeah, yeah. degrees I put in my ranking. I lit- I literally put like
2: one, two, three as the strongest ones. Okay. Um, for, I put one, two, three, and four is a lot further is more further down for me. But but, one, <laughs> but I, uh, it's it's, it's well, good. <laughs> one two one two three in a row. I I do like um two obviously like it. I already talked a little about too but like for sure like he cooper at least understood like that you have to like do something else and not just recreate the first one and so he just like swings more towards like black comedy like uh, craziness
1: great which
0: it's I, almost which I appreciate it's almost a little bit uh you know rami-ish you know it's almost a little bit evil dead you know yeah. army of darkness let's that's, get a little bit more insane
2: that's a good comparison for sure um, it's, it's you know it's 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 big it's so much bigger it's
1: it's um, brighter it's campy it's,
2: it's fun yeah well here's the other thing about the original also is that for for it being called the texas chainsaw massacre you know before you watch it you're like oh my god but um it is like very sparing with its actual violence it's it's one of those movies that again is so scary because it's the implication mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the most part there's definitely mm-hmm. moments of like violence that you see on screen, but for the big, big ones are just the scary implication of what the violence is.
0: Um, no. This one though, As opposed
2: as opposed to the second one, which just goes for broke and is
0: very gory. <laughs> it's um it's Tom Savini who does the uh the the visual effects for this one, the gore effects for this one. And you know, Tom Savini has done you know, he's he's a horror icon. Dawn of the Dead uh uh you know from dusk till dawn you know i mean like tom savini has been around the block for a long time um and he's the one that did the gore effects on this one and i gotta tell you out of all of the texas chainsaw movies that i've seen the one whose gore probably and and just also visual flair sticks out to me the most is absolutely the texas chainsaw mask too. it's this yeah. neon washed acid trip hyper violent creep show yeah it is man yeah you, you you feel
2: like you're on something watching it whether you <laughs> are or not like you're like i i'm i'm tripping right now watching this movie no like, one made this makes. Is, no, There's yeah, so honestly, much. There's so I love
1: much. I love the fact that they not only like you know take the family unit, but then they 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 amplify it by by adding in a completely new version of this kind of family member character, and like the fact that they're they're in a new town and they're living in this like old abandoned carnival amusement park. Like it's it's fantastic. It's it's such a good their, setting for some shenanigans.
2: Their like layer is like the Grinch is. Layer,
0: yes
1: yes 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 <laughs> it's got tunnels
0: or it's and... like something from like a burton batman you know it's like this it's, insane it's
1: crazy. i mean honestly the <laughs> entire movie feels like a burton batman film almost you know very bright and colorful but like with the acid you know yeah. poured all over it you know
0: um i was i was truly unsettled um when what's his name um the the plate-headed character the but, vietnam mm-hmm. vet i was truly unsettled when he comes in and is just like digging at his hair you know and you don't yeah. know that the, that oh, it's, yes! yet.
1: oh it's so
4: yeah, nasty yeah, yeah. Just
0: <laughs> right right into my skin you know like it just and that's the kind of stuff that definitely you know goes <laughs> goes right to my core of of unsettling for me um <laughs> and so like this movie for me honestly um so much fun! Mm. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two is probably, in all <laughs> honestly, my top of all of the Texas Chainsaw films. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, like <laughs> I love the explosiveness of it. I love the insanity of it. When we started out, and it was that bridge sequence, mm-hmm. I knew that we were in for like a, a whole wild fucking ride. You know, that, from that. That's, I mean, that's the genius of it. Like I said,
2: and like it's crazy that it's the same filmmaker. Yeah. he did it because yeah. he just very like very wisely was like i'm not doing the same thing again i'm just doing I'm just,
0: well I'm and doing he waited it. literally you no know, he waited a long it. time it was um 12 years in between those movies you know he did not immediately jump on a sequel he only did it when he felt that he had something. But it also had, feels yeah he had a lot of somethings.
1: It also feels very influenced by the fact that we're like now we're in the eighties, guys. Like mm-hmm. it really feels like we're watching like a a TMNT movie or something. You know, we're watching like where they where they go back in time to feudal Japan. Like this is this version, but for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. You know, it's yeah. it's, a, it's a fun it's a fun romp.
0: We're gonna let it <laughs> off the hook, you know. And no, yeah, yeah. I, we, I, we, I guess I guess that's our thing. It's
2: it's it's very of like it's very in the time
4: yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
2: similar to the original in a different way it's like very of that moment
0: of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know we're we're properly getting into you know that that late 80s early 90s feel where also you know we were doing all sorts of insane shit with friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street at that point point. and so you know it's this this thing that is also trying to compete amongst this thing that it helped create By the time that you get to the second one um the third one i thought was good much slower again you know it's really fascinating how like one and three are kind of these like pillars of stability almost in terms of them being to a degree more grounded you know a little bit more naturalized on a certain level um, whereas I think like two and four go for big swings, you know, four right, is definitely right. doing a lot. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I like three, four for that.
2: Yeah, three like goes back to like the for the formula, for lack of a better term, of like people lining up to get killed, obviously. Um, so I I think the first half does not work. Um, mm-hmm. it's just isn't there of like it's like highway horror, right? It's all these people off on the highway getting taken um by face in the gang. But the second half is like much more lighthearted, which again is like that like dark sense of you know, that sick sense of humor that the mm-hmm. first two movies have. Um, which again I appreciate like that's the part, and that's the part of the remake that like is fun also when it's like has that kind of Strange sense of humor to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't really pinpoint. Um, it's like it gets campier the further it goes. It takes too long to get to that point. Like uh, you wish that mm-hmm. it had been that way from the start. It feels like mm-hmm. they decided to do that. It feels like they shot like chronological order and then decided to be like, "Let's let's this, this is kind of boring. Let's make it a little more fun."
0: Yeah, let's <laughs> let's jazz it up a little bit. The let's, further
2: in, yeah, let's
1: let Vigo have some fun.
2: Um, no, for yeah, sure. that's right. V- Viggo Morrison's, uh K- Ken Foree steals the show. Oh,
0: what me. doesn't he steal the show in? <laughs> Name me the horror movie <laughs> that he doesn't show up in, <laughs> that he doesn't run away with it.
2: He just, he just literally is there to just kick ass. <laughs> he is. Oh, oh, he's oh, me. Char- um, from, he's the
1: character. Uh, of the you need. Yes, 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 yes. yes. He's, sorry, all of these. He's
2: the guy you, you need win. who like one of those rare characters in horror movies who chooses fight instead of flight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe Grizzly in Halloween. Wow. <laughs> like, no, like, no, I'm going to take you. I'm going to wrestle for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're going to scrap it out. And here yeah, it works great.
2: You know, it, it works
0: it's really good. So fantastically in, in three, Um Four. Four. the only issue for me with four is that um i think that it could have been trimmed down a lot you know i don't think that we necessarily have the plot to support all of matthew mcconaughey vamping uh for <laughs> he's having period. a good
1: time
2: for me it's too it's so messy
0: it it's is so, it's a like, messy movie it,
2: it, it's so choppily like edited and put like it's hard to follow all that's going on. I do appreciate that. Like, I'm looking back what I wrote about it. I'm like, there's secret societies, pizza dinners, somebody getting licked in, licked all over cybernetic oh, yeah. rooms. <laughs> there's,
3: no, like there's a lot, a lot, lot to
0: like about it. <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: I like the the trick of um, cuz this is the one that has the daughter cause it's Matthew No, Bond. that's the third one. See, I keep switching the them around. The third one is
0: always the one that has the daughter. Okay. The fourth one uh has the, one the, with the, the real estate agent girlfriend. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Well, yeah. Th- that's this is the the one best with her part of the Zellweger.
2: The best part of the movie for me is uh, is is Darla that um because she's like she at least stands out in this franchise as like one of a villain who is like like put together you know like competent yeah. like, like can trick people like into thinking that like she's normal
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> as
4: mm-hmm. opposed to like
2: all the all the other texas chainsaw villains are just like insane and you know it you can tell
0: <laughs> yeah um so well she's
2: I'm- she's unique in that aspect
0: uh what's interesting it's funny that you mentioned that you can always tell the the insane Texas Chainsaw villains what's really interesting for me about the the batch of the recent films you know starting with the remake going up to Leatherface in 2017 is that a lot of our villains in those films oftentimes are not you know obviously the family and and is a part of the horror of those films but oftentimes those films really start to put in a lot more of this secondary human antagonist. You know, uh, those are the films where you start to get like the bad sheriff that that burned down the family house. You know, and
3: oh and my some of those God. sorts of, of
0: B plots yeah. into it. Um, you yep. know, the the terrible psychiatric uh, you know people at the the insane asylum in the fourth one. You know, of um, course. And so it's it's really interesting that you also mentioned that because again whenever they introduce whoever is supposed to be our villain outside the family it's it's just as obvious you know it's just as yeah, much of like a here it comes I'm,
2: oh, I'm yes. so, <laughs> and I'm I'm so evil I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucked up I just love villain torturing <laughs> Get enough.
1: Oh boy, I, here I go killing again.
0: That's right.
2: Uh, <laughs> why are you like this? Who cares? I had a bad, and my dad was insane too.
1: That's <laughs> right. It's a part of my blood. Um, look at my dust, grandparent.
0: What are your thoughts on the on the remake era? You know, starting with the the two thousand three remake, and then going up to.
1: Um, I, so, okay, so since the, the 2003 one was the first one I saw, um, but re watching it, you know, after watching, uh, you know, going from the beginning of the franchise again and working our way back through, this movie was like, what if, hear me out, we got a lot of influences from, like, Michael Bay? Like, everybody is shiny and wet and sweaty. You know, this movie is just hot, like, oh, like so many extra levels that it's just it comes out of absolute nowhere, um, but doesn't really go anywhere either. It's just like trying to, I guess, evoke this like idea of what the 70s was like, but not really with this like 90s flair on it. Um, I mean, I like the I like the remake well enough. Um, I think I still prefer the original. I think that the remake starts to to go too far a field, you know, um but I do. I enjoy the the new family dynamic. I enjoy the 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 Leatherface new family that we get. You know, the 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 sheriff that ends up being a part of the whole thing as well. You know, I I enjoy him. He's um, having a lot of fun eating the scenery.
0: Yeah, that actor, that's great.
2: Oh, he's fucking amazing. Well, let's talk. Like, I I really I I wouldn't say I love it. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel strongly about it, but I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I, I think the the remake, the 2003 remake is successfully. It's like you were saying, like it swaps out like the grainy, like documentary style, of the original for like that. like sleek, high def, like sweaty, you mm-hmm. know, hot <laughs> Michael Bay. Yeah. Um, I think this movie does a really good job at like, for me, at least being like genuinely upsetting. Or, mm-hmm. like, the, like, the nail, the nails on the wall bit is mm-hmm. so, like, oh, my God, the the salt in the wound. The, uh, and in addition to that, it has the psychological stuff. Also, like, one of the scariest, if not the scariest scene is that damn sheriff in the car making the poor kid piss his pants. yeah Oh, like, yeah, it's, no, it's
1: absolutely terrifying. It's just,
2: it's, it's so good at being, like, so intense in its own way. And, like, it. Is also kind of, it's one of those movies that was like a, along with Saw, that led into like that kind of high def early 2000s, you know, torture porn or just like meat, just mean spirited horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think it does a great job at that and being effective with it just in its own way. um I think where it loses it. Is like the reveal of the family instead of it ramping up like the insanity like the original does. The reveal the family to me like lets all the air out because of that fucking kid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) right. Because they they literally introduce like a good-hearted kid who like come this way, you know, like I'll lead you to safety. Like what the fuck is this? It's it's so like it's so crazy that this kid is in this particular movie and not like a later one. In like the 2000s era, for this, like mm-hmm. that's sort of like it loses all the air. It's such like, a up until the moment that kid comes in, it is like up to here of like, this is so like, this is so intense, so like disturbing and upsetting just by like being in violent and mean. Mm-hmm. And then we get out of nowhere, little, little, little buck tooth, <laughs> saving lady. grace. <laughs> coming in and oh. being like follow me to safety what
0: uh i honestly <clears throat> like really en- i honestly really enjoyed as far as like the the texas chainsaw remake and um texas chainsaw uh the beginning the sheriff for me is the most effective villain probably of those two films you know
2: Leatherface,
0: i think definitely starts to take a little bit more of of a secondary role in those for me and the sheriff runs away with it um you know this this man sort of twisting the family into his own weird vision you know making them call him a different name you know and adopting this different persona that's all the stuff i think for me that that I yeah. find the best of those two films, and mm-hmm. again, you're right. It's mean spirited, and he is a mean spirited <laughs> character. Like he's nasty.
1: Mm-hmm. He's um, a bastard. Yeah. Truly, honestly. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's um to talk about the beginning. Also, like the beginning for me is like the worst one in my opinion. I think that's the that's the lowest one, but it is uh, uh, R Lee Ermy there who is just like Lauren said, just chewing it up just Mm -hmm. having having a blast being an absolute bastard no for sure
1: and honestly like i guess of the two i think i i guess i prefer the beginning to the remake if only because it's it's giving me something different you know i feel like the the remake is you know very much doing the you know we've got our kids they go on this trip it's 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 other than us amping up the the violence and the and the sex and I guess you know cleaning up a little bit of the of the polishing out some of the political things of the beginning one and filling that time with other stuff to do like talking about drugs for a while. Um, I don't know I think I think that I prefer just how twisted and weird you know this the building of the family was. Um, I don't remember any of the the people who actually got murdered in that. You know, it's it's not the part that you remember.
0: Well, you get the draft dodger, well, see, the draft dodger's well, see, brother. The, that's the yeah.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, actually, right, right, right.
2: See, so that's actually where I disagree. I feel like the beginning has the opportunity to finally do something different, and then does not, and then there's, mm-hmm. like does not like it's like the beginning. Okay, we'll see the origin of Leatherface and all that, but like we see Leatherface like be born grow up murder someone get the chainsaw within like the first 15 minutes so it's like okay so it's not that and then it's like okay well then we'll build up the family but to me it's like that part isn't interesting either because they're just all insane from the beginning like there's no like how did they get this way like they're just all fucking nuts yeah from from the moment the movie starts it's like and then it turns into a slasher like you said like then the then the teens show up and like okay let's kill the teens okie dokie no yeah (laughs) Here, here we go again. Okay, and it's okay. like we could like we could have done it. We could have done something different, which is also the funny part of a uh, of Leatherface 2017, which has like the yeah. same opportunity given to it. And I think it tries a little harder to be different. It's it and it is a little different, but it also still isn't a very compelling anything. <laughs>
4: Honestly, I find
1: the 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 franchise starts to just blur a lot for me after a certain
2: point. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, well. The only it's, other it's strange
1: though how much the franchises are related to Leatherface. Is like almost like an icon, like a like a mascot.
2: There's because the only, only other always... ones are. Oh no! Yeah, but well, no, I agree. He's he's a uh, an interesting like slasher icon for sure. Um, But the only other ones are the 2017 Leatherface, which is another uh, take on a prequel, and uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D, -hmm. which I walked away liking, Um, even though it's, like, bad, like, to laughable degrees much of the time.
0: Yeah, it's a silly movie. (laughs) Well, that's a
2: lot
1: of the 3D-isms as well, you know? They gotta really put it in your face, as always.
2: here's the saving grace for me like I-, I love the parts of texas chainsaw 3d that people hate because to me what happens with texas chainsaw 3d is that it does the tired uh slasher thing and then keeps going and it's the third act that then gets to do something like really like stupidly fun <laughs> and different um that i love which they literally like a the climax set and then a literal slaughterhouse um the meat grinder death and everything it, it's great
0: <laughs> <laughs> no and like I, if there is you know definitely one thing to say about i think all of the the remake era films um is they do always find at least one moment to put in something that is um memorably vicious there you, you know, go. each of them has something that is also i think also occasionally narratively surprising you know leatherface did have whatever i'll say about that movie the setup of one kid being leatherface
1: and then it's surprising from under us yeah oh my gosh yeah, yeah and
0: so like they always do at least in every single instance do something that makes me go that's the thing that i remember very distinctly from this movie um you know even though you always switch the girl being in four you know the girl is at least like a standout thing for you
1: yeah no because you know that moment works so perfectly it's it's the perfect horror lead up to like oh they're gonna save this this child from this home and then she ends up like stabbing her with like a shiv bone and it's perfect
3: yeah
2: she's been hiding
1: in a uh, like a, a falling apart doll Mm-hmm. Wonderful.
2: <laughs> to, 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 to go back to four real quick with uh, Renee Zellweger's character, um, that's so mo- that movie's fun because uh, the main character there that she plays like is just having none of it. She's like pissed off about it. She's not like scared really. She's scared a couple of times, but like for the most part, she's like just mad that she's yeah. been kidnapped and put in this situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's. Is- <clears throat> She I wants to talk you. to someone's supervisor, you know, like she she's, is she's so mad. <laughs> she is upset, so.
2: yeah.
1: And I, I really enjoy the the dynamic with her and and the, you know the the the, the girlfriend, the r- reporter, you know, where she's just like, I don't understand why you put up with any of this, you know, yeah, and, you <laughs> and, and basically like, she's what like,
0: or, well, what he's are not you doing though. Here? <laughs> and he's misunderstood and he's a part of a secret cabal you yeah. know I'm,
1: I'm gonna change the world <laughs> she's like no he's a weirdo and you're being used I'm and everything
0: that you said sounds insane <laughs> <laughs> um if i had to rank these films i'd go
4: two one three four
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre the new one? yeah the 2022 one Hell yeah. Texas Chainsaw 3D
1: fantastic
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre the 2003 remake okay beginning and then Leatherface that's probably how I would rank them Leatherface last <laughs> yeah
1: Oh my gosh, I don't even think I could try. Um, (laughs) Just by eyeballing them alone. Um, mm. (laughs) All right, I'm going to do, I'm going to do,
4: let's see, the second one, the first one, the third one. Um, I'll do the fourth one, then the last one. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm going to do the last one and then the
1: fourth one. Okay. That's what I'm actually going to do. I really enjoyed the last one. It's it's a hoot and a half and it it doesn't care that there's that the plot doesn't matter. <laughs> and I it, here it for tosses the fun. it
2: out the window. It like no, sets yeah, it it l- off of that. And then it's like, <laughs> "You know what? Fuck it." It's not fun.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. What's fun is watching uh, all of these uh, people I'm... die.
2: I'm not having fun yet. Are you okay? Let's talk about the window. he kicks her What's... through
1: the the stairs, man, I, I cackled. <laughs> it's wonderful, wonderful cinema. Um, let's see, and then and then we start to get into the weeds. Um, then I'll do I'll do the remake. What do, what do I have uh, left?
0: Beginning 3D and Leatherface.
1: Okay, I'll do I'll do the remake. 3d the one after the remake beginning beginning and then yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna put i'm gonna put leatherface last that movie was was really dingy to watch it's it it's a it's a really it sucks <laughs>
2: because it, it it's and especially because it's like the final stretch one you know you're like okay this is it you know
1: mm-hmm. unless
2: you're watching unless you're rewatching the most recent one then that one is like it's the final stretch when you're like what a drag yeah. yeah, honestly,
1: and it just it doesn't it doesn't focus really on anything that that matters. It doesn't feel like it's supposed to be a prequel to anything, and then it just it it does the like M Night Shyamalan twist at the end, and you're like, was it even worth it, guys?
2: <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking about. We're like, that's what I'm talking about. The the beginning is like, here we can do a prequel setup thing. Nah, we don't follow through with that. Leatherface mm-hmm. is like, okay, now we're actually doing something different, but it's not good. <laughs>
1: it's, it's not good at all. It feels like an angsty teenage romance it's, for ninety yeah, percent of
2: it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I no, I don't care at all. Some, uh,
1: some weird <laughs> shit going on.
2: Oh God, um, my ranking, my ranking from best to worst. I do yeah, like go one, two, it. three, one, two, three. Uh, jump to the remake, okay. two thousand three remake, twenty twenty two. Okay, then three D.
4: fantastic
2: uh then for the next generation (laughs) then leatherface then new beginning
0: okay no i accept that
2: that's all fair what did i like hold on what did i like about leatherface why did i put it above
1: (laughs) 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 wonderful
2: uh no, I just put points for actually breaking the formula, I guess. That's, that's fair. That's where that's it was fair. at, like I said. <laughs> no, sorry. I get that. Cause it's not yeah, it, it it could be like never mind. There's nothing more to say about it. Whatever. We're done. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'll
0: never I'll never watch you again. No, that's right.
1: I mean I. Uh honestly
0: you shall shit sit upon my actually you'll shit upon my shelf. <laughs> really <laughs> that's right you shall, uh, <laughs> you shall shit upon my shelf. <laughs> that's, that's right, right. <laughs> um but no like uh talk about like the least watch one of them you know um thank th- you Texas yeah <laughs> thank you
2: for all you've given us who knows where it'll go next because so many people hated this recent one. yeah a lot of it. Think, See, well, th- that's the hard. There've been a lot of movies that like I haven't liked that much lately, but a lot of people hated, But hated like for for me like that are not valid reasons. So, yeah. like, it's hard to like dislike a movie, but you're like I don't like it, but not for like the dumb reasons that everyone else doesn't like it.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's I don't like it. You know, not because of that. I don't like it because you know it's just you know yeah. it's mid. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's
1: mid.
4: fine guys <laughs> yeah i've I've
2: had a i liked mid when it started now, like literally just anything like everything is mid, and I'll tell Ugh. you why it's like I'll tell you why because the generation that came up with mid is now a little bit older and more yeah. like <laughs> more disenchanted with stuff. I'm like it's not mid, it's just that you're older and you don't get the same feeling of intensity anymore from from whatever' yes. whatever, whatever whatever it was music or music or movies whatever
0: you've got to go and and search for that feeling in different places in different ways in different experiences
1: no nostalgia all the way
0: yeah
1: lean into the
2: feeling
0: i I will not move forward ever that is truly one of the (laughs) the that's truly one of the blessings um of horror as a franchise or not as a franchise but as a genre is that like there are so many really wonderful blessings of like fantastically different kinds of things that give you a rush in ways that um a lot of other genres i don't think can really give you like you know the the fear response is truly like a gripping one of a kind one and um
2: watching a horror movie is just like there's that level of intensity again it's like mm-hmm. that it's that connection that i always talk about like for me firstly i'm just like the and like heavy you know like extreme music or whatever because it's horror is such like it it can be such an extreme art Mm -hmm. so you go in with like here we go it's not it's never like for many people it is if you're just like that kind of person but like it's never like a leisurely watch (laughs)
0: no yeah um so now we're going to get into a slightly interesting part of the show uh, we're going to talk about child's play as a franchise, which Nick has seen none of
1: fantastic uh,
0: and he's going to listen to to Lauren and I, I talk about it
2: It's true. <laughs> I've never seen a single child's play movie
0: so before we we do get into our thoughts on it what are what are your general conceptions of child's play? There are eight of these movies and now a TV show, so it's true from my understanding
2: Child's play is about this possessed doll called Chucky and he's possessed by uh, like a murderer a serial killer maybe mm-hmm. um, like his soul is trapped in the doll or, or it's, it's just in the doll I don't know if it's trapped who knows um, and that and I it's like a, I don't know if it's a slasher or not I know he kills people um I guess it is. This is the slasher episode. So it is a slasher franchise. (laughs) Uh,
0: We're counting it.
2: um, And from I don't know any I really I don't know like the tone for the most part. I think from my understanding it like progressively gets campier. I don't know if it's campy from the start. Maybe it is just by sheer premise. Um, Isn't Aubrey Plaza in the new one?
0: Yeah. (laughs) She's in the remake. Yeah okay yes yeah, so that was right um reboot i guess and, more so
1: yeah it's it is like a reboot
2: that is about it there is a clip from one of the sequels that chucky says uh assume the position that was a constant replay for me and some friends of mine just because it was hilarious it still was, <laughs> it was hilarious yeah <laughs> In the position, that's funny. That's funny, right there, as Mater would say. I'm losing my mind as I watch cars-related media for every day. <laughs> however many months it's been. Mater. it's all Mater. Mater lives rent-free in my head.
3: I watched those
2: <laughs> two recently. That's the Mater show. Mater that's has my his heart. own shorts. Mater oh, watching. Mater has all of his own shorts. Um, so, um. Like I said, Mater's a part of me now. Anyway, back to Child's Play. Um, also, from my understanding, the TV show is apparently very good. And this is a series that has, like, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, don't know, haven't seen them, like, strong uh, LGBTQ, like, either uh, either representation, I don't know, or just, like, uh, uh, allyship. Like just you know,
0: <laughs> yeah um,
2: that that's about it, though, that's like all I know, cool,
0: okay, honestly, I uh, mean, it's... pretty decent, pretty yeah. decent, yeah. not bad, not bad, For not bad, not having
1: seen any of them, like you pretty much like you checked a lot yeah, of them, yeah, you did pretty good,
0: you did pretty good, um, so, talk about something that is one hundred percent, especially after having watched them all. Something that I really only had a conception of as an idea, mm. <laughs> uh, and that's where I'll start, dear.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so the child's the child's play movies actually surprised me a lot. I had never seen any of these movies before we we started this endeavor, and I was I was pretty pretty shocked, I guess, by what they all entailed because I, you. Unlike Nick, I knew very little of what the 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 Child's Play franchise was all about. I knew that it was a doll that killed people, and that was that was pretty much like that. The
0: end. The start and the end.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was like, it could have been like a Toy Story thing, like it's just, or you know, small soldiers where it's like they're the, the toy is alive. You know, and
0: I had
2: the one leg up because I knew it was like a serial killer person or whatever. That's like... Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: i don't i don't i don't know
2: if that's like a review i don't know if that's like a plot twist even
0: oh no Uh, that's the beginning of the movie it's not okay yeah all
1: right yeah Yeah. so like we we start out the the first one and we are like following the the serial the serial killer you know he's being chased by the cops and it is literally he like runs into a toy store and and does some some voodoo
0: yeah he does voodoo
1: he does (laughs) he does he literal voodoo. voodoo on on this doll and and puts his soul into this doll and um that is how the transformation happens and it's like lightning strikes and like a storm cloud rolls in and everything and and the cop is this like this man
2: i'm so this man sounds like a genius that is
0: <laughs>
2: or maybe not like, maybe that's very stupid to me that's like an amazing like I'm being chased. Like, what do I do? Like, I'm out of options. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I, I know a little voodoo. I
1: guess
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just, passable voodoo. Just a little <laughs> resurrection voodoo. I, da- I dabble. I, I dabble. In voodoo. I
0: By the way, I should. I should really frame. Cups. I should really frame some of this for you. Um, the person that we're witnessing do voodoo.
1: He looks like
0: it's Brad Dorif. Okay, <laughs> it's Grimaldi right, telling right, yeah, himself.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's who plays him. I, I yeah, I knew that. And so
0: he is not just the voice actor; he is also the physical actor. So we're also watching, you know, like nineteen eighties Brad Dorif with like long, you know, semi mullet hair. He looks
1: like Tommy Wiseau from like The Room. Oh hi, Mark! Doing, like
0: doing voodoo on this doll, and so that's who they should have gotten to play Tommy Wiseau in the <laughs> great uh and so keep going though
1: um and so yeah so he he voodoo's himself into this doll and and the cop shows up and he's like oh gosh i i guess i got him or something he died the end and so like everybody moves on like nothing happened you know because like he's in this doll and i think that nobody the, the, cared
4: um, uh keep going
1: um the funny the funny thing about chucky as a as a franchise is the fact that i think that it's really clever that he you know he can hide in plain sight
4: mm.
1: you know unlike unlike michael that has to you know um hide behind stuff and like you know sneak away really quickly you know he's a doll and so for a really long time he is so unassuming you know you can just literally just play dead and everybody just assumes that the the person is is crazy for thinking that this doll is out here murdering everybody. And so this woman ends up getting the Chucky doll for her son who really wants one and they end up bonding and it's this whole thing of like is this like 5-year-old child out here murdering everybody or is it or is it oh, this 2-foot tall doll that's like the same height as him basically, you know, running around. It, and it's it's just okay, so... it's a It's a really good time, honestly.
2: The first movie they think it's the kid is like. Mm. "Mm -hmm. Well,
0: (laughs) honestly, the the throughout the the Chucky franchise, the sort of one of the main running themes, especially in that first three movies, is it's uh, and in particular in those first three movies, the whole thing is like it's obviously Andy, and Andy is our sort of main character for those first three films. And those first three movies are honestly very much more in the vein of, like, standard 80s, 90s, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street horror slasher stuff. I love them. They're honestly, truthfully, um, generally speaking, I think that I prefer the, the Child's Play franchise to, like, the Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, if only partially just because it is so openly campy openly insane openly big you know sort of from the word go um and i find that really remarkable um and really enjoyable you know that it just is so openly um having a blast you know by design um
1: i really enjoy the fact also that these movies um for the most part are like they pick up pretty much like where you left off with our characters and we move forward. Um, you know, like the, we we'll get to child's play too. And like Andy has gotten older, but like Chucky is still trying to get to him because the whole premise is like, since Chucky told Andy the truth, because, you know, he was like, Oh, it's probably some s- snot nosed kid. He's never, even if he told anybody this, he, nobody's going to believe him anyway. Um, but the, the whole thing about his, his voodoo curse that he's put on himself is that because he re- told the truth to Andy, Andy is the only person now. He's slowly turning into
0: a human, a again. human
1: again. And so he's going to be ish. ish. He, he's, he's vulnerable. He's going he to be killable. He's, he's turning mortal.
0: And so the body also starts to get fleshy. And so it becomes like doll gore as well with the shucky doll
1: where they start to like shoot him and he like bleeds and things you know it's it's all of this stuff so so
2: so why can't he die because i also have seen like he like dies all the time
0: (laughs) so the thing is essentially that like his soul just sort of keeps on coming back into dolls and eventually actually it's funny that you mentioned this (laughs) it's one of the weaker points for me of the franchise eventually you end up hitting a point where by the time that you get to uh cult of chucky um you have now had chucky learn the ability that he can essentially just like duplicate himself into multiple things (laughs) you know and so he's just sort of then like at the end of at the end of cult of chucky um it's not that he's gone and created like a literal cult of chucky in the sense of he's now sort of created mass followers um as like a a charles manson figure it's literally that he's gone and like imbued himself yeah directly into (laughs) multiple things
1: so it's just a bunch of copies of chucky running around in in these good guy dolls is what they're called um and honestly i agree i think that it it, the the franchise really for me the franchise
0: starts the franchise peaks at um at at Bride four. of Chucky,
1: yeah, at Bride of Chucky, and then we start to do a slow like descent back down, um, until we get to until we get to I get the new one,
0: which is a bit more of a comeback up, but it still doesn't for me. I think even get as good as like the first three.
1: No, yeah, um, I think that the I think that honestly, like the the franchise really really builds, and I the honestly even bringing in um, Tiffany, her his his his. his former girlfriend that ends up also getting voodooed into a doll. It's, it's a whole thing, but honestly, like she's, she's fun. She's, oh gosh, who's, what is the, what what is her name? Is is Tiffany,
2: Tiffany bride of, is that bride of Chucky? Yes. So, um, that's fun. See, I have um, these neighbors that live near me and they have Chucky and uh, Tiffany. uh, They,
0: They,
2: they have them out on their porch and not not for Halloween. They're they're year round. Oh, <laughs> they're, like, um. they're like they're like hardcore about it. Um, but I, I see them like almost every day out on a porch there.
0: Um, no, that definitely explains the type of people that your neighbors are. I think very thoroughly, if they're the <laughs> kinds of people that have Tiffany and Chucky dolls out permanently.
1: No, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, I. I agree with your assessment. I think that it peaks. So like the first three, like I said, are pretty standard issue eighties, nineties slasher sequel stuff. And then starting at bride of Chucky, we transition into this very different world where we end off and then we pick up and we just kind of go, you know, like it's, it's not really a concern about how or why we just kind of go and the the building blocks almost on a certain level get a little bit looser at that point um you know chucky's resurrection his targets and some of the motivations and things like that get a little bit more um catch as catch can and also at a certain level honestly starting i think for me most of all with um curse of chucky i think they also just start to visually get hideous to look at like curse yeah. of chucky and cult of chucky are ugly movies
1: well, i mean honestly like we've got this box set right here i'm staring at the posters of them all nice and lined up like the posters of the last two films on this box set are just like gray and like dingy looking and it's like you know chucky in red across it but like the other movies were like very like bright and like colorful looking you know it, it's supposed to entice you because it's you, you think that it's supposed to be for children yeah whereas it just starts to just get like gloomy um further on um so like so you you mentioned earlier the uh, the the lgbtq plus reference and so that one that part really comes in
0: in, in, seed. in
1: seed of chucky where at the end of bride of chucky we have now had a a um I guess immaculate conception of some kind with these two doll bodies that have become human enough to produce a doll baby. But like, so this, this, this baby ends up getting, getting like, you know, uh, abandoned because at the end of bride of Chucky, both Tiffany and Chucky die as they always do at the end of these movies and get resurrected. And so this child ends up getting put into the orphanage and has no idea, you know, who they are, what's going on, and the the whole premise behind the it, it basically is that this child has has no assigned gender, and so okay, and so when Chucky and Tiffany are reborn, they are now both imbuing the gender that they want this child to be upon upon them, and so it's this kind of like this decision of whether or not you know are you a boy are you a girl or are you neither you know and, and that's, these two that's parents the, trying to be like but i want a boy but i want a girl
2: that's what seed of chucky is about
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah okay. and so like <laughs> what's really bold and fascinating i will say this yeah. again about like the later stuff even if if for me bride of chucky is is maybe my favorite of them or or my second favorite of them what I will say is that, like, they get progressively more fascinating in stretching this definition of what a slasher franchise can and can't do as it continues to grow.
4: Yeah,
1: no, and I think that that's totally fair. Honestly, like, I I really enjoyed um, the Child's Pay franchise more than I was really expecting to. Um, going into it, I thought that it was going to be, you know, just a, you know, a bunch of schlocky mess. You know, it's it's a it's a doll. He he stabs a whole bunch of people. You know, there's not going to be a, a no, like a connector through these through, through these films. But honestly, like the fact that they that they do really also stick really closely to the original people. It is always Brad Bird and and you know we always have um oh gosh I keep forgetting her name um,
0: Jennifer Tilly
1: Jennifer Tilly coming back to not only voice the the voice of tiffany but also as as sometimes as herself
0: like she sometimes plays jennifer tilly yeah yeah
1: (laughs) and so it's i think that it's just it's a franchise that's having a lot of fun and and then we get to the new one
0: yeah so these are all what's also worth noting is like the original so the original chucky films the first three are all sort of studio driven efforts and then once you start getting into bride of chucky moving onward there are a lot of Don Mancini-led efforts. And by the time that you get to, like, Curse and Cult, they're Don Mancini-directed, produced, written, and they're, like, straight-to-video films. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, the Chucky franchise started to, because of how weird it got, I think, partially, lose some of its, its mainstream appeal and luster. Um, and then, to your point, we then eventually arrive at...
1: The new one. Which um... is...
0: Which is Child's not a game, right? and it is not <laughs> at all affiliated not, yeah yeah what, what were your thoughts on the new one
1: um i liked it and i didn't um i liked the this the, this new idea of how to bring you know the chucky doll to life now this time officially without voodoo
3: <laughs> and
1: <laughs> and so it's like this 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 like very fancy doll that is that has like all of these um you know chips in it that is supposed to make it your your basically like your your Alexa in your house but now it's a doll so like you can have it be like hey turn on the TV and it's got like an ET glow light that like t- um affects everything in your new smart home that it it can it can wire into and and I and I, and I enjoy that. I think that that's fine. Um, but I just I just don't I don't know, I don't really like our main kid. I don't like his his, his weird like group of, of, of teenage friends that like, you know eventually basically the, the whole premise of the, the doll is like this 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 factory worker gets upset at, at his job and turns off all of the the safety protocols on this one doll and this is the doll that becomes Chucky. And so the the whole premise of the doll, it's kind of like I guess iRobot in the sense where it's like not supposed to hurt humanity, but this one is is woke, and so it, it starts to, to pick up on things, and eventually it becomes like this 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 evil creature that is out here trying to quote unquote protect Andy by by going out and 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 murdering all of these people, and okay, and and I just I don't know if this one is as creepy as the uh, as, as the other ones purely like
0: i think that this one to your point i think that the the new child's play film has a really interesting concept of how it creates its chucky i think it also does have a lot of nastiness that i really enjoy mm-hmm. it can sometimes be a little bit um you know grizzly uh and gruesome and mean-spirited um and i think it does have some interesting ideas going on in terms of like surveillance and all of this connectivity in your home you Mm -hmm. know but i don't think that it always carries that idea through to the end goal you know it's never um you know the simplicity of of you know if you were an idiot enough to put a smart control disposal you know in your sink Uh, and and then having this thing truly almost like a smart house
4: Mm -hmm. you know
0: kind of disney scenario i don't think that it takes it to that kind of interesting place it ultimately oftentimes boils down to chucky externally controlling a lot of other things other drones you know that sort of thing more so than where i think they really could have taken that idea in a lot of interesting ways Um, like it's all against you you know, yeah your whole like home is movie. now yeah. like the slasher yeah. um
1: and honestly like to your point i do i do like the nastiness in this movie and i think that the reason why for me it doesn't feel like a child's play movie is because like brad bird was the nastiness brad dorf yeah, yeah.
2: brad dorf oh my gosh, brad bird brad dorf
1: you know and chucky was our like evil person you know he was this mass murderer in this in this body of a doll where he could basically get away with anything he wanted long as he played still long enough and he was having a blast doing it you know and it's a lot of fun there's one scene in in cult of chucky that always makes me chuckle is like this this old woman who's got like schizophrenia and she's like you know batshit crazy and he comes up and he's like walking in a doll and she just like he's like you know thinks that he's like a figment of her imagination and he's like having this argument with her about the fact that he is totally standing in front of her and she's like no you're not he goes i'm gonna do my thing first and then i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna kill you and it's it's too good it's it's so funny and i and i think that because like you know, our our Chucky doll and this one starts out like I feel like he's our innocent who is being turned evil by all of the the, the things that are around him that are bad. You know, we've got this group of, of of TikTok teenagers who are who are doing stupid crap and, you know, just because it's funny that are that are influencing him, you know, and I just I don't I don't know if that sticks as, as well. For as, you. Yeah, yeah,
0: I get that.
2: That's um, him just being like a little goblin. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, you know, I, he's funny. I love him.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, I think I think that's what also helps Chucky stand out from the crowd. Not just like what he is, but because he is like the. I, I assume he's like kind of like a wisecracking, mm-hmm. like <laughs> just like a like a funny asshole. Whereas yeah, so many yeah. slasher, so many slasher villains like don't even talk most of the time.
0: one of his iconic lines from the from the second one that they thought about making like the tagline for the second one but the studio wouldn't let them you know put it on the poster and they just made it a line in the movie was um don't fuck with the chuck uh you know and so like they they do that sort of you know obvious stuff you know it's it's sometimes punny it's sometimes gross you know like um in the in the second one there's a guy who who the way that he dies is like doll eyes get like shoved into his head you know and so <laughs> it's all of this like weird yeah. you know funny also sort of sensibility to it
1: no yeah and they always find <laughs> some like horrifyingly gruesome way to top the last horrifyingly gruesome way that they got rid of chucky just for them to like figure out a different way to bring him back in the next one yeah
2: you know, it's... that's like any any clips i've seen of him dying is like him like screaming in agony every time <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah mm-hmm.
1: you know like, <laughs> like being melted like, alive church. and crap it's
3: great
2: so well, that's the other thing because like when other slasher villains get defeated like you know so many of them are just silent they're just like you know down they go whatever yeah it's like again just from what i've seen chucky is literally just like ah!
0: oh fuck! and he never wants to die you know it's not like he's he's actively motivated against you know every he never time. he never like gets defeated like with confidence
2: <laughs> like i <laughs> guess like he never, he never goes down the- with like i'll get you next time
0: yeah you know and and even the times that he does choose to like because there's even at least one instance in the franchise where like he dies doing the right thing Mm -hmm. and um on a certain level not exactly but you know like he makes a choice that that he feels is the right choice no yeah and he ends up getting his ass kicked you know like it it doesn't go yeah. for him you know
1: i mean there's even there's even one point in the the franchise where he's like because the whole time he's like i I need to get a human body so that that way you know i can i can be alive again you know in real and in, do in, human things and then at one point he's like why do, why would i why do i want to be human so bad like i get to be in this invincible doll body you know like I don't I wh- who cares about being human? I'm just going to stay like this.
3: Really? <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: no, it's 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 honestly like a, a really fun time. I I think that you would really enjoy the the I need to watch them. Did
2: franchise. you watch any of the series?
1: No, we haven't seen the series yet. No, uh,
0: I have uh, i have heard the series is really really good. That's what I hear um, and I hear that the new season um is fantastic so far.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I need a. that's one I definitely need Oh, to catch.
0: um their child is voiced by billy boyd oh, okay <laughs> uh and so it's like a little bit of a of a lord of the rings uh alumni uh fest there in the seat <laughs> yes, of chucky is. at least um, it, it
1: makes it fun too because like he doesn't try not to be like british at all
2: mm-hmm. that's fun the kid is at least like mentioned in the show i've seen a clip of the show
3: oh
2: okay where i don't know if the kid is in it but the clip has chucky talking and like directly talking about this kid okay interesting Um,
4: i'm excited (laughs) to check it
1: out honestly we just haven't had the the time
2: (laughs) i i I can watch like no tv i haven't i don't see shit as far as tv no yeah who has the Um, time besides besides bleach coming back holla to the bleach anime being back in full swing baby after 10 years way back at it it's so good everybody watch bleach (laughs) streaming now on streaming now on hulu and disney plus in the uk
0: if you had to rank the child's play films oh uh one other really great thing uh the first while you think of that the first one is like him and his mom in an apartment Then it goes to, you know, Suburban Child in a Foster Care System. And then it goes to, in the third one, Military Academy. You know, and I really enjoy, like, all of these, like, insane transitions of locations, you know, throughout. Uh, It lends a nice texture, you know, because it's never too samey. Yeah. That's nice. Honestly...
1: Like for me, I think that the franchise like works really well. Um, I think that I am gonna go like Child's Play, Child's Play Two, Child's Play Three, um, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. But I think I am gonna slip the remake Child's Play mm-hmm. in before Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. I think that those movies are are just a mess okay are just or you know they're just not they're not interesting to look at That there's like so many times where they try to make the death more interesting by like putting it in slow-mo and you're like this movie was meant to be in 3d right like you you're like, it's coming right at me like that's how it feels a lot <laughs> and it's just uh it's it's, Whoa. A, it's a
3: slog
4: Whoa. no honestly
1: <laughs> He's like, I don't care about these characters. Like, yep, and they're dead now, and we've moved on to the next person. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think that I'm going to go. Child's Play Two. Okay. Bride of Chucky.
4: Okay. Child's Play. One. Mm-hmm. Child's Play Three. Mm-hmm. Seed of Chucky, mhm.
0: Child's Play the Remake, Cult of Chucky and then Curse of Chucky. The second to last one for me was the hardest of them all. Um that's the one that I liked the least and I'm a hard sell on Insane Asylum stories, which is the last one. But um uh that uh that fourth one was a real or that that uh that uh sixth one was a real bear for me.
1: yeah i mean i guess i guess that's totally fair um i see i really i guess you know looking at titles alone i really thought that like cult of chucky they were going to lead up to like having like all of the survivors of previous chucky films you know come together in this insane asylum because everybody thinks they're nuts because they all keep saying that this doll did it you know i thought that that was going to be the whole thing and no uh, you no, know, it's just a whole bunch of random people in an insane asylum, and then one victim of Chucky that he comes back
2: yeah, and, and like yeah, harasses. Lame. Yeah.
1: And I was like, i such a bummer.
2: <laughs> it's weird. It, it is, it's so weird how often stuff will just fall into that, where like there's even like an easy, like you just stated, like there's an easy like get out of like this being exactly the same. Like we could do, we could set it here, have the usual setup, but then go this way yeah but instead like they just don't I'm like but it's there it's like right there for you You. <laughs> yeah
1: no yeah and like the shtick gets gets a little old if you're just sitting on the you know nobody believes the the, the survivor that it really was a doll shtick you know it yeah
0: no and um that you're one i crazy. think also yeah I mean, that's also people when we start to get into like those decisions that they make that also like definitely start to lack any kind of narrative um sense at a certain point and we definitely start getting real fast and loose with certain decisions and and how certain things are happening um in a way that also just isn't quite as um satisfying because it, it doesn't feel as thought out mm-hmm. it just feels like choices being made truly for the sake of this is where the narrative had to go
1: no yeah i mean they even bring back the original andy and like one of the like it is i think it is it is the original yeah cult of chucky they bring back the original kid from the way way back 19 like 80 whatever the hell first one um and and it's just it's, it's not even like a satisfying interesting thing they don't even do anything mm-hmm. funny with him like in in the the new texas chainsaw mm-hmm. 20, 2022 you yeah. know where, where they just yeah. you know they make fun of it the entire time no no th- we could have just skipped it is how i feel the
2: um he's in the show as well the original kid oh okay <laughs> Well, hopefully, hopefully like i said there's, there's more, a lot going more on to do there's a lot going on in that show um, I guess just because of the nature, you know, the nature of a series lets you do whatever. And I guess for mm-hmm. a creator like uh, Don Mancini. Don Mancini, yeah. Man- Mancini. Mancini. I guess for, like, someone like him, that's, like, definitely, like, the better route to take would be a series yeah. format.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because he de- definitely has been doing, you know, essentially long-form storytelling with Chucky for all these years. hmm Um all right to wrap up our discussion just real briefly um i know that we've we've already talked about quite a bit um if uh but i wanted to uh to just talk real quickly about a triad of, of sort of sci-fi slashers and this doesn't have to be you know an extensive conversation but i think that they all still sort of fit into the mold um alien terminator and predator um yeah these were films that for me like i saw long before i really realized that i liked horror
4: mm-hmm.
0: you know before i really knew what a slasher was um and i was always a huge sci-fi fan and so then sort of you know going back and and reevaluating genre conventions which i think are like such a fascinating sort of chemistry and science it was really interesting going back and and reevaluating these movies you know after years of of watching all sorts of films um and really seeing that like some of the most you know incredible franchise sci-fi franchises you know that people associate with the the sci-fi genre started out really as as a sort of horror franchise um and i think it's interesting that the way that they chose to survive was essentially by like almost abandoning that premise entirely Mm-hmm. um Nick what are your thoughts yeah
2: um it's definitely those franchises were a little leaned a little more into horror um and then became more action a- like a horror sci-fi that turned into action sci-fi um I think the exception would be Predator which starts out having the obvious action horror influence Mm-hmm. Um, or action I said action horror again but it's like uh, the action genre isn't obviously like there from the start um, Terminator as well a little bit but I think a little less so Terminator the original Terminator is definitely feels like definitely feels like a slasher mm-hmm. more than anything else um, Terminator 2 is obviously <laughs> just a huge action like extravaganza um, but they, they are really interesting in that they help they are not slasher franchises because, like you said, they decided to just go elsewhere with it. Um, so it's interesting to go back and see their influence on horror and slasher genres, despite not exactly being them themselves. Um, just because they they go beyond it, um, and it do, does make you wonder if other slasher franchises could have done the same thing.
0: And not li- yeah. not
2: like it's too late because these things just won't ever die.
0: No, never. <laughs>
2: until until we all die, they won't die.
0: <laughs> well, and um well, I'll I'll let you talk and then I'll I'll talk a little bit about predator and, and that sort of
1: thing. Before. <laughs> um so um I guess you know, I I have watched these movies years 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 before. I ever watched a, a horror movie. because um, I grew up in a household that didn't that didn't watch horror but but we watched these but we watched these and so i think that it's it's really interesting you know after after going down this this whole rabbit hole with you know these these two slasher extravagances that we've now done and then going back to to these these movies and and truly doing realizing that they that they do have you know a lot of the same tropes and the you know the the, the setup and the build you know that that a slasher movie has as well you know predator you know we we start out with our with our group of marines and and one by one they start getting picked off by something that they don't know and and it's it's this mystery of of what's going on and, and then the fear of of not being you know fit to to take mm-hmm. on this this force that's trying to take you guys down and what is the answer and you know going with our with our characters throughout this entire journey and then realizing, you know, with Arnold, what his saving grace is, you know, that's, that's such a victory moment for you. And it's, that's that same kind of cathartic feeling that you get, you know, from your final girl at the end of, of, of Halloween with, with Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, and and then it's, it's the same thing with, with, um, with with alien, you know mm-hmm. we we again we we set up with this with group of people now in, in a secluded area as well. again, it's always these like nice secluded places so that way we don't have to worry about more people coming into to our narrative than are necessary. Um, and oh gosh, alien used to it's still still I think is a is much more effective because of also just the the setting as well of it um you know you're you're in this this ship where where things are you know chaos is ensuing and like if the ship goes down you guys you guys are all screwed mm-hmm. you know whereas like there's nothing happening to the jungle
0: well and there's always the the strange there's always the strange possibility that someone or something is going to show up in the city or the or the jungle mm-hmm. you know in terminator or creditor
4: mm-hmm.
0: um there are people who, you know, feel very equipped. There are guns, you know, like, mm-hmm. there, there are elements that give it that familiarity. And also, the Terminator and the Predator are there to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, With the alien, the xenomorph, um, it's there to hunt. It's also there to procreate. Um, you are completely isolated they don't have any of the things that you would want or need Mm
1: -hmm. it is truly like a you have to hide to survive kind of thing you know if this was a video Mm -hmm. game this was a lot of like ducking under and behind things kind of game and you know running when the coast is clear because like you know what what are you gonna do you can't shoot it it has acid for blood
0: yeah um and it's it's also got sort of that body horror element as well mm-hmm, that some mm-hmm. of the others you know don't have to the same degree terminator hits at it some of the discomfort of of body horror on occasion when it has things you know like like uh the terminator digging around you know and jimmying out his eye you know and mm-hmm. and some of that Ripping dismantling out of flesh yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh there we go Um uh, with the predator yeah and so um it's it's also fascinating that um again they have the the slasher conventions but i think you know again a lot of people don't associate guns with the genre either Mm -hmm. um but the terminator you know it's just it's truly whatever is there whatever is available he'll use his fist if he has to you know the first person that he kills you know he punches through him
1: and also like with the with the terminator especially you know looking at our our slashers He is, he is the perfect archetype for it. He's, he's this big brute who is silent for the most part, you know, who is, who is unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, a wall of a person, you know, how do you stop that? Whereas like the predator and the alien, you know, the xenomorph, they both can bleed, but how do you take down something that is, that is meant to not be stopped?
0: Mm -hmm. it's designed to not be killed yeah
1: you know and and it is it's this 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 Mm -hmm. you know heart racing kind of experience you know what are are how are are you know people gonna survive this you know what would i do in this situation
4: would i actually make it Mm -hmm. you know kind of kind of thing
0: no for sure um i love all three of those films i'm not going to try and rank on any of those three because you know they're they're just sort of um fantastic you know centerpieces but i thought that it would be interesting to include them in this episode especially given their um their unique placement not only in in slashers but in sci-fi you know and mm-hmm. in franchise filmmaking at large because again it's uh and what i was going to say about predator is what's really fascinating is that um predator that first one is absolutely a slasher horror thing and then some of the other ones dabble in some other stuff but with the most recent one prey
1: we go back i think that you really
0: go back to it being a little bit more of a proper slasher a little bit more of a proper horror story Um, survival yeah yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, and i think that's also part of what makes that movie so palpable and kind of, again, like Texas Chainsaw and some of the other slashers that really stand out across all slasher filmmaking. Um, Prey also, again, much like the first Predator, hits at very subtly some of those political ideas and fascinating, uh, Mm -hmm. timely concepts that also help ground it in the world that it's taking place in. You know, for the first Predator movie, this... You know uh so this uh CIA you know black ops move into central South America you know to to do some sort of destabilizing take out the rebels activity um with the new one, prey, you know this colonization effort, you know, the wiping out of indigenous people mm-hmm. the the fear of technology that is is going to doom us that we created or invited to ourselves you know um fascinating stuff
1: no for sure honestly you know looking back it it is really fascinating how much the the slasher genre can really um be whatever you want it to be these movies are definitely not considered horror movies by the standard you know constructs of that i don't think anybody has these movies in a horror section of Mm -hmm. their home but i think that um you know, when you really break them down, the, the genres aren't too too dissimilar. You know, you can lean more or less in either direction.
0: Yeah. Well that's just about all that we have for you guys. Uh Nick, do you have anything that you would like to say to the listeners? Uh I've said it all. I've said enough. Okay. <laughs> do you hurt yourself?
1: No, honestly, I think that I think that they've heard us talk enough today. Okay. Um you know, if you made it to happy the end, Halloween. good for you. Yeah, yeah happy
0: Halloween. Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween to all you film buds out there. Uh, of course, this is this will be out Friday, so it's not Halloween officially. But have a good time. Uh, eat candy responsibly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, have, have a designated uh, bucket holder if you're going to eat a lot of candy and, and trick-or-treat. That's, uh, <laughs> that's right. And... Uh, yeah you know be safe out there watch some good horror stuff watch whatever horror stuff makes you comfortable horror is a wide umbrella yeah um or spice it up step into horror that intentionally makes you uncomfortable uh, and find out what's on the other side of darkness um
1: or just put on your favorite halloween movie in general it could you, could you could be halloween town too calabar's revenge it doesn't matter guys
0: have some fun though um thank you guys as always for listening we'll catch you guys next week bye Bye. adios